This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked me not to read an ad, so I'm just going to thank them for their constant friendship and support. Enjoy the show. I do my hair toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Hello, welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is Symphony Sanders, and she talks to me about her love of celebrity gossip. I have to admit, when I came into this conversation, I didn't expect it to be as loaded as it was, but my eyes were pretty open to an idea that Symphony presents that the things that come up that we the media covers and celebrities' lives are things that are in the zeitgeist. They're things that are important conversations to be having when a celebrity is pregnant or has issues with the pregnancy. It puts to light the things that can happen when a woman gets pregnant. <laughs> uh, when a celebrity kneels at a football game, it brings to light all of the repercussions of protesting in public about something that should be protested. It's a conversation that definitely gets political at times, but for the most part, it's just us kind of unpacking the celebrities that she really loves to hear from, the reasonings behind why she likes the stories behind musicians and actors and any other entertainers that she keeps tabs on. And it also kind of gets into the ways that she uses social media to present herself as a public figure. Symphony is a recurring character named Tamika Flynn on Welcome to Night Vale. If you've not experienced Welcome to Night Vale, you should absolutely check it out. I mean, obviously, I'd have to point you to episodes that feature Symphony, but it's a, a wonderful uh, comedic audio drama type deal if you're into something like that. If you're already a fan of Welcome to Night Vale or you're unfamiliar with it and would like somewhere to start that's also an audio drama, look no further than fellow Chicago podcast co-op show Our Fair City. It's a show out of Chicago that's not dissimilar in terms of its presentation, its written scripts. It's uh, about the some kind of paranormal occurrences, and I think that fans of Night Vale would have a lot to love in our fair city. So, there's two new podcasts for you to check out. Speaking of which, if you would like to come to a live podcast recording, there's one this Saturday night, October 28th at Lincoln Hall here in Chicago. It's Live Wire with Luke Burbank. Doors are at 7, shows at 8. I will be doing a quick Cards Against Humanity improv set at the close of the recording. So you come, you get to see a cool podcast recording with sweet guests like uh, Chance the Rapper's mentor, my friend and past guest of the show, Max Temkin, uh, comedian Adam Burke, and a bunch of improvisers playing a game of Cards Against Humanity on stage, acting stuff out, improvising scenes. It's a good time. I can practically guarantee it. If that doesn't sound like your bag, but you'd like some other live show suggestions, might I recommend tonight at 8.30 
at IO Chicago. You can come see the last night of Ben Plays the Mayor, a fine play that I've been a part of all month with past guests of the show, Ben Vigent and Sarah Shockey, also the writers of that play. And closing it out, if you're listening to this podcast on the day it's released, then you still have an opportunity to see this show. If you're not, you don't. And I'm sorry for you. But any Thursday night at 9.30 here in Chicago, you can see me improvise at the Annoyance Theater in a show called The Fishbowl. My team, Sight Unseen, all of whom have been guests on this show as well, will close out the night with an improv set that I will probably be really proud of because it's rare that I'm not. And, you know, I don't go throwing things like that around, but... They're a real dear group of people to me, and I love making comedy with them. This was such a joyous conversation. I really love being in Symphony's presence. It was a joy to meet her on the Joko Cruise earlier this year, and I'm very glad that we got to reconnect for this conversation. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. <laughs> I'm like, it. I knew that was one that was on the, yeah. Action. I got it. I got it. It's not that early. Uh, I know. I know. I'm just like, uh, I fell asleep. I'm going to be honest with you. I went to sleep last night at 8 p.m. Oh, precious. Because, well. I did I, a show at 7.30. I wasn't even, I was still on stage at 8 p.m. Well, yesterday we, I celebrated my birthday with my family. Oh, nice. And we went to Maple and Ash. Have you ever been there? No, I've heard of it. It's dope. <laughs> it is dope. Where is it? That area, like, right when you get off of, on the Michigan mm. um, from the, the Lakeshore, Lakeshore Drive, you turn right, like by Oak Street and all oh, that. Okay, Those sure. Sh- schmancy things. Yeah, like just over like there. the Magma Island. Yeah, yeah. All so such. you go back there. But like, it's this really cute place. And like upstairs, they have this like buffet. So you have to take like an elevator. There's Whoa. like, there's a photo booth yes. and it's free. And I love photo booths. Yes. Like, you did it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, um, it was like a beautiful buffet, all sorts of wonderful things. And because it was my birthday, they gave us like a seafood tower and yes. like this pasta thing. And we did $25 like bottomless mimosas. Yes. And my family, we drank eight <laughs> bottles. Eight bottles of shit. How many of you were there? There were five of us. That's it was legit. more than a bottle apiece. You got your money's worth. <laughs> that's what, that's I'm what I. That's where I'm coming from. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I may or may not have stolen a bottle of Saint Germain. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why you have to stay busy. I know, because I'm a crook. I'm a crooked crook. I'm a crook. When I'm a was criminal. your birthday? It was this. It weekend? was the 16th. It was Monday. Um, there was one time we were doing a live show, and it was like early on when I started touring with them, uh-huh. and I didn't. I always do this now, but I. I usually check my mics before just to make sure I know how it works, like how to, because they're different, you know. Some sure. Of them, some of them will be on booms. Some of them are like straight up like mic Absolutely. stand, easy peasy. Some of them you have to clamp it. Sometimes you have lapels. It's like, stupid. Yeah, every time. So I check my mic and I also check my steps out to, to the because oh. I'm wearing heels, so I want to make sure. sure that I know and they're fucking where the wires are, so I don't. Bust You're my smart, face, dude. That's you know? good. Yeah. People take pictures. <laughs> I am not going to be like, 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, some people film the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> you, well, and that's no, how you get, like, GIF. those things um, where, like, Beyonce falls off the stage or, like, fell down. <laughs> yeah. or that stuff. I remember I that. I love those. That, See? That's what we're talking about. I was going to say. You this is gold. Na- you naturally got there. This is how much you love this. I think that's why that made it a good place to start. <laughs> So my guest today is Symphony Sanders, and we're going to talk about her love of celebrity gossip. (laughs) And she landed on this, you didn't want to become celebrity gossip, basically. Yeah. uh, You know what? I I was never like, oh, celebrity gossip, like this is going to be like something I'm really interested in. But I find it so fascinating. Yeah. because celebrities are just like us. <laughs> and so, like, when they do, like, superhuman things, like, they'll, like, fall down, like, on stage. But then they pop right back up. Like, yeah. Madonna's done it. Beyonce. Everybody. And, uh, but I don't want to be a statistic, you know yeah. what I mean? You and, don't want to also have fallen on stage. <laughs> right. Because those, the internet is forever, friends. Yeah. The pictures, everything. Yeah, it would be like in your Twitter feed every other day. Right, and they're like, like, hey, remember that? Or when people use you as a meme, and you're like, oh, no. (laughs) What do you think was the origin of your interest in celebrity gossip? Well, um, I was, uh, I'm an avid movie watcher, TV type person. I spent hours and hours, um, you know, watching shows or uh, listening to music. My parents have a lot of uh, records and things like that. And I just always was fascinated by people's stories, Mm. you know? Um, So, like, I'm just like, what was the story behind that? Or, oh, so-and-so died, like, like, um, trying to think. Uh, Marvin Gaye, like, Marvin Gaye died. And I knew he died, but I was like, how did he die? And then, you know, finding out that, really sad story but like I find that stuff fascinating or Jimi Hendrix and like I'm a little macabre in that way my mother's like you're so morbid that's really funny that you went to that too because you also thought about talking about like Halloween and creepiness oh yeah I love that stuff it does all kind of fold in because I'm a creepy creepy kid (laughs) I'm a creepy person but I like that that you like the artist so much that you wanted to know like how that story ended. Yeah. Well, and I also, um, did you ever watch that show, um, pop up video? Yeah. On V2? I okay. loved it. I love that too. It was so because, interesting. And so that gets into like what, how the, the story of the song and like maybe some interesting, um, anecdote about the band or the group or whatever. And so that sort of thing is the same thing that interests me with celebrity gossip. So like, you know, the whole like Black China, where did Black China come from? Like, yeah. who was she dating before this? Who was her first baby daddy? And now Rob Kardashian and all this stuff. And you're like, ah, but it leads to bigger issues, actually. Um, a lot of those things, it'll be like, okay, well now people are talking about revenge porn and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Because of Black China and Rob Kardashian's relationship and I mean even though it was a thing that was there before in our society like I think it gets amplified when a celebrity has that issue again for sure that's a good example of something that's in the zeitgeist that probably happens to people on you know on a daily normal people for sure sending a picture or whatever and then a relationship ending badly and that being used against them it happens we just don't necessarily all see it right which is totally why i think it's a good point to say that 
when something happens that high profile, it helps everyone acknowledge it. I agree. Um, just like when Jennifer Lawrence, do you remember when um, there was a whole rash of celebrities, yes. like nudies that yeah, were like Yeah, there was a out. name for it, but I can't something remember. Something gate. It was, yeah. probably, it was like know, they, the pit just, gate or something. Just throw gate on the end of anything. <laughs> and it's a... It's truly all the time now. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think... It, like those things and Jennifer Lawrence came out and was like you know I shouldn't be ashamed I was sending it to somebody that I cared about and because someone hacked my phone like or my iCloud like yeah that's and that's wrong that person is in the wrong not me and like what's wrong with you know you know showing your <laughs> partner that you like them right with nudies of course and I think it is also in a question of Trying to catch everyone up to being okay with, yeah. you know, sending things like that because the technology just... It's been going on. Went so quickly. And, of course, like with dumb flip phones, <laughs> people were already doing that. Right. Like, people were sending dick pics and boobs. <laughs> oh, I've been getting dick pics since day <laughs> one. That's what I'm saying. So Unsolicited, all, right, I might add. Right. So, it's not a new thing. Right. But it is... A new thing in terms of being able to access it. So much of this is about like if you turn the mirror on yourself, yeah. there's so much shit that you it would not want out there. Right. It, well, of course. And it could happen to anybody, but like we're not Jennifer Lawrence. Do you know what right. I mean? But, you know, if your pictures ended up on some random site, you know, just because someone hacked your iCloud, what would be your record? Like you wouldn't necessarily have a recourse, but now because, you know, Jennifer Lawrence had that happen to her and other people have had that happen to them. You know, there are more actions that you can take, you know. Absolutely. You know, legally and whatever. Because, I mean, even if you look at um, stalkers and stuff like that, um, like um, so many celebrities obviously have stalkers. And they'll like – some are like less – uh, like dangerous or whatever, but Malicious, some, yeah, yeah, and some will like break into their house and do all these things. But honestly, the law isn't on the person, the person, the victim's side most of the time. Did you know, like one in five women is like uh, is stalked at least once in her life? Jesus, isn't that crazy? That is wild. And the police, their first like, generally their first like advice is like, you should change your number and move. Ugh. And then they'll be like, if it gets worse, like you, like you should change your name. You should move out of state. I'm like, why should you? Yikes! Like have the onus on you when you're not the one. You know, you're just trying to live your life. Yeah, and be f- sorry. I'm fabulous. Right. Yeah. There's a woman in the Chicago comedy community uh, who is literally moving states and like not being public about where she's going because she has had a terrible issue with a stalker. Oh my she, god. She like hasn't been able to go out and do open mics and shows and she's an incredible comedian because Because this person is dude will just show up at her shows because she's like having she's trying to publicize herself it's terrible yeah she like finally won a court case against him but it took years she basically had to put her whole career on well and you have to like there's so much that you have to like prove i guess yeah. that someone's doing that yeah all Which, of her friends had to be like witness to the fact that he kept showing up at her shows so other comedians had to come to court and give testimony and stuff when that's totally insane it was wild yeah her story is insane and she's just a great stand-up comedian here in chicago right. you know she's not 
a household name <laughs> by but any means. It does, it doesn't matter, big and small. I I mean, yeah. I, mean I am in, in no means, by no means famous, but like I've got, you know, there's like a little internet sure. culty thing. Notoriety. It's obviously yeah. around Welcome to Night Vale. And yeah. I love our fans and they're wonderful. And yeah. good thing they're such sweeties because like, they have a lot of access to us, you right. know, because I'm on social media all the time and like right. at our shows, you know, we go in. I mean, there is security, obviously, right. just for the building, but like, you know, scary things could happen mm-hmm. at any time. But yeah. I feel so fortunate that that hasn't happened. No, I agree. No. And I even just being on a cruise with a bunch of people who are like fans of the stuff that people came there to perform was it made you really aware of yeah what people were willing to do <laughs> in terms yeah. of talking it's, to people but i thought everyone, everyone for the was most really part cool. was super cool um i that was one thing i was like kind of nervous about when we initially said that we would do it well first of all i was like well i'm gonna go on a cruise yeah right that was my first <laughs> right <laughs> my yeah. first thought but then i was like oh my god i'm gonna be on a boat with everyone like yeah. you can't like get away you're like on a boat yeah you know you got no out there's no out yeah so but like everybody was super cool for sure and like fun like really sweet and like nobody was weird. i think they've done a really good job of creating publicizing. yes of like socializing everyone in a way where it's like being weird and, and just creepy pe- and pe- is not acceptable right. and we're just people yeah yeah like, right we're just people who do a thing that you like mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. And I think that's been uh, like looking at it that way, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I mean, I am in no way like Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> besides general fabulousness. Right. But, of course. Uh, I was like, I don't know about it, no way. <laughs> if I were to meet Beyonce, I don't know if I would be able to be like cool. Right. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Because I just love her work. But I knew I know. In my head, I'd be like, don't be weird, don't be weird, don't be weird. Right. You know? Yes. But she must experience, like, her. Everyone who talks oh my to God, her goes Every through day. That. Yeah. Well, and she also has, like, you know, her team of people, her and Jay-Z. I mean, they're both, like, multi-millionaire. Like, they're, together, I think they're, like, billion. Yeah, I billions. agree. I think they're one of the most, like. Power couple, for right. sure. Um, but, like, if you look at her Instagram feed, um, it's just, like, it'll be, like, details of, like, what she was wearing. Like, she's, like, wearing something. And I'm, like, she's obviously not taking those pictures. Like, right. But, like, she's got, like, an assistant and a hair person and a makeup person right. and all that stuff, which is She great. has a team a team yeah and it does it, it takes a village yeah <laughs> to right be Beyonce but I think you made a good point in that I think people don't consider celebrity couples as being anything but two high profile people who decided that they were going to be together right. but it's they're people sh- they're they're people and I'm sure it's much easier for two people who have the some common experience like mm-hmm. Jay-Z and Beyonce. Right. It's not just like if Beyonce started dating <laughs> the guy who runs like Meineke <laughs> Auto Parts or whatever. You know? It's not that they I think w- they could have a solid relationship. <laughs> I think they probably could too. It's not like they wouldn't have anything to talk about. But he pretty quickly would realize that 
everyone who tried to interact with her was right. going, oh, my God, oh, my God, don't be weird, don't be weird. And, like, he <laughs> might not be as accustomed to that experience. Right. But Jay-Z Whereas, is. Of like, course. And he's used to, like, you know, when, like, where the cameras are, he's aware of those things. Like, when, uh, you know, somebody needs to talk to him, if he wants to talk to somebody, the handlers that are all around them. Yeah. Things like that. But, you know, they can't and, go to Target. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't go to the airport. No, no, no. They, they fly on private jets. Yeah. Which, I, come on, I would totally. <laughs> I'd be in it. Right. I'd be in for that. Just Especially, to hang out with them for one day. But like, I think if you got more than like five seconds with Beyonce, that's the thing. Like, if you had a Beyonce experience, it uh-huh. would be like five seconds of you being like, <gasps> ah! <laughs> like in your head, and then trying to be like. Hey, yeah, um, I think you're wonderful. Uh-huh. Um, but Thank if you, you so got more time, right. Everything. Right. Well, and even like when Adele freaks out about hanging out with Beyonce uh-huh. or like talking to Beyonce, uh-huh. you know, that goes to show you the level of being like, okay, this is going to be serious. She is you like know? hyper celebrity. I know. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's actually one of my favorite things is when celebrities are fans of other celebrities. <gasps> Me too. Did you see that one where uh, that um, it's like a video chance the rapper is like talking to some like entertainment? Yes, person, I have seen that. And Beyonce comes up behind and like just like Gives squeezes a pat. and he was like, oh, oh. It's, the cutest. "It's the cutest." There's an amazing uh, Adam Scott that from Parks and Rec and a few other things. Mm-hmm. He was on a late night show, and I want to say it was Seth Meyers and. He, they told a story about how he wrote a letter to Mark Hamill when he was a little kid, oh and he asked him to come to his birthday party, <gasps> and he was like, never came, and they were like doing bits and such, and then Mark Hamill walked no! in, he was wearing like a Jedi robe, and carrying a lightsaber, and Adam Scott truly was just pure joy, oh like he started like wiping away tears, he oh. was like, so so happy and so genuinely surprised. Oh my god, it was the best. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> no, that sounds wonderful. I think one of the best guests. I think. Uh, I obviously I would invite Beyonce, but yeah, she wouldn't come. Of course. Um, right. but Bill Murray. Oh, I fun. Think, yeah, he goes to stuff. He yeah. like randomly shows up at people's weddings and stuff. I would die if I. He's get, wild. I think, He's so funny, yeah, and he's so cool. Like, um, I'm pretty sure he's drunk like all the time. I'm down with that. <laughs> that's like, I'm. That's like me too. Yeah, I told you I drank like eight bottles of <laughs> champagne yesterday um, with my family. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, uh, <laughs> um, but Better, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah, think he'd be better. really funny, and um, I don't know. I think that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I love those um, when people are like, oh, if you could invite anybody to a dinner party, right? Like living or dead, who uh, would you invite? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. It'd probably be like really weird people. Yeah, I think mine would be a weird mix too. It'd yeah. just be well because you're like some I'm people into. that you would find like fascinating. Right. Some people that you're just like, what? Good conversationalist, right? <laughs> or be like, oh, I just want to like hear you talk or whatever. Right. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I know. I definitely. I mean, there's something to be said too for not even just the nature of understanding one another and working in the same industry, but how does anyone meet one another? It's like through your job right. and through your friends, right? And when your job and your friends are are celebrities, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like when um, 
gosh, who is okay? You watch? Have you ever seen the Chelsea Handler stuff? Uh, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Okay, it's just so interesting to me when you see people like on that show. Cause yeah, because be they like, put oh, together pretty fl- random panelists. Random, like it seems like random, but then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, we were working on this show together," and I'm like, "Oh right, that's really funny." Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's. I, I think that's fun. I love when Leonardo DiCaprio is friends with people. Like him and, um, who is it? Um, what's his face from uh, the Spider-Man? James Franco? No, are they friends? Um, James Franco's a weirdo. He's super I'm weird. I'm confident that guy is a straight up weirdo. <laughs> but yeah. he'd be interesting to talk to. For sure. It probably. I, I think he'd be a little pretentious. Though. Oh, yeah. I think so. Do you think he'd talk about himself all the time? Probably in the third person. <laughs> Maybe he, he seems he like one of those people. Does seem like he is does so many different things because something comes to him to do, and he's like, "Yeah, I could do that." You know what I mean? It's just like barf. Yeah, yeah. It's I like, bet well, you Shia LaBeouf would be crazy to go to a bar with because he's a wacko. Yeah. He just, oh, you know, he just got um, he just pled guilty to that thing in uh, Georgia. He was like arrested. Yes, I think I did hear about yeah, this. Yeah, he was, um, apparently he was saying like some racist stuff too, but Buddy. you know, these people, you know. I'm sure you get burned by that all oh, the time. Well, I mean, we all do, you but. You see it, but like, man, even when you're, I don't know, I'm a happy drunk, so I don't really, I get don't think. angry. I would, no, yeah. I wouldn't get all aggro. Hate speechy. Like, you know? yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. I, I have no reason to fight people, I think. Yeah. But like him and, um, uh, oh my God. Mel Gibson. Oh yes, he did it too. Yes, um, and then was- yeah, I saw someone comment on that in light of all of the uh, biggest uh, celebrity news of the last like month or so. Uh, but in light of all the Harvey Weinstein stuff oh my and him gosh, getting yeah. expelled from the Academy, I saw at least one person say like, "Cool, but Mel Gibson was still nominated for Best Director last year when he's like on." Record, record saying yeah. numerous, so numerous times. Like, yeah, yes. When he was arrested, then he's when he was like yelling at Jewish his girlfriend. People. He's talked about like yeah, it's yeah. Every, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, but there's this this weird Hollywood divide of like people who can like it's well known, you know, the Harvey Weinstein stuff. Yeah. Like people knew stuff like that was going on, and they were complicit, and like it's a tough. Thing, but like it's like gotta come out like we have to like it needs to be pulled out root and stem like recently another guy just got um he's like a director the, 30 women oh like, i know who you're talking about but i didn't like look up what his projects were yeah i didn't either but um but i was just like but again as an actor that's a thing that like honestly women are just like oh well yeah be nice to this guy even though he may be a little scuzzy right like but like, where does a little scuzzy cross the line into being assault? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, it just takes like how many times does he get to be like, oh, well, no one did anything about when I was talking like this. Mm. What if I touch this person now? What if I do more than that? And do you know what I mean? There's no telling if he's just a little scuzzy with you, but right. if someone else. You know, not necessarily respond, just responded to it differently, or yeah. he thought they're like a more like <laughs> vulnerable person, right. or whatever it is that gets into a, an abusive mindset and tells you to like push this farther, right? Then well, it, you know, and um, did you, you've seen? Have you seen the movie Fame? 
Uh, I'm familiar with like the story, but <laughs> okay. I've never seen the whole movie. In, um, in the movie, like one of the girls who like has a beautiful voice, she's a great singer. This guy, like it's New York in like the eighty early eighties, yeah. I think, and like they're at a like you know a theater high school, you know performing arts high school, and they're like. And this guy's like, you could be a model, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, come over to my place and I'll take pictures. I'm like, but this is literally like the story of so many people. And like, he's like, okay, okay. He's taking pictures of her. He's like, now uh, unbutton your top. Slip that off. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, what? No, no, no. And she starts crying. He's like, what are you, a baby? Like all this stuff. And like, but that's like real that's happened to so many different women. Of course it is. There's still like... um a couple of my friends, one of my friends who's a dancer in um, L.A., you know, posts stuff about, like, basically, like, fake auditions where Ugh. people just want you to, like, twerk for a camera so they can, like, f- film it for whatever reason. Or, oh, my like, gosh. It's just scuzzy, you know? And But it's, like, real, and it happens all the time. And, you know, it's like, what can we do about it? But it, at least this stuff is being brought to light again through this I was gonna say that as well. Yeah, through the, the the celebrities that are coming forward and you know, if twenty three celebrity women are coming forward, how many countless women that didn't make it because or one of them that talked back and her career was ruined. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Absolutely. Or didn't get started. Yeah, I mean I think that was the power of Lupita Nyong'o's piece in the New York Times was she was just like listen I you know never talked about this and I should have but I was scared and it right. didn't you know this is how far it got with me basically and she is someone who straight up just turned him down and walked away and had the you know uh, talent and everything else oh, to still have a career but there's no telling, like you said, how many women who were just like her who right. like walked away and then never got another opportunity. And right. it's, it's not to say that like it's just to say that it sucks that there are so many other people out there who are just like probably never going to know the story of. Right. Of course. Yeah. That we won't hear that story of because of one reason or another. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but I agree with you that. It's interesting. It's an interesting, positive, and necessary almost thing to come out of entertainment news is it's not just in the film industry that people right. like this are operating. It's in the music industry. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's, it's in it's, comedy. It's in games. It's in the YouTube community. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. And through the nature of the way we report on entertainment news and the nature of like, performers in general right. i'm sure there's uh differences in how people are able to be manipulated and how right. people are able to tell their story in the first place but it's across any industry oh, yeah. like it's well, just I mean, we've a societal had, issue yeah we've had it here in chicago with um, yes. Pro- profile theater yeah. and then a couple other um people have come forward with uh with things about like abuse and assault and um you know made to feel uncomfortable or and unsafe yeah and it's it happens There's, every day you know especially when you're young and new to an industry yeah. um you know you're fresh out of college and you're like oh i'm trying to make it i just need to like and everybody's got their own different techniques and you're like well maybe 
this is just the way this guy works or whatever. But like, and sometimes when you're in a situation, it's hard to tell what it is, especially if the person is particularly manipulative. Yeah. You know, or like, you know, gaslighting is a thing. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're crazy. You're like, oh no, I'm just being, I'm just over like overblowing this situation. Yeah. Is that a word? Overblow. Yeah. <laughs> this is overblown. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, or if you're, you know, ex- you know, making it bigger than it what than it is. And sure. It's just, I don't know. I I think it's something that we need to, and thankfully, it's coming to light um, now. Right. So, but also, um, besides celebrity news, celebrities. I mean, but celebrities also, I think, expand to politicians. Yeah. For me. Mm-hmm. Um. Because they are kind of, I so mean, in our, a way. That, oh, it's sure. Gross, but yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Like, they should yes. just be like they're public servants. They should be like, yeah, you know, trying to help the greater good and all that stuff. But they don't. I mean, obviously, with you know who, yeah, um, doing you know it's what, all impossible the time. to separate it from talking about because uh, he it is celebrity. He's a reality star. That's how he got elected. Right. It absolutely is. It's because people knew who he was. But you know what? I will ne- I will never be the same because of Kofefe. <laughs> <laughs> but like things. <laughs> you like lived through that. I, oh my God, I still say it all the time. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you want to go get a Kofefe? <laughs> uh, it's really just funny. coffee. Yeah. It's just coffee. <laughs> um, but it's funny. <laughs> It's funny. I mean, he's such a joke, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, you guys, you comedians and whatnot, you must be having a great time with that. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, I think Patton Oswalt has a joke in his new special that he's songs, so funny. He's the best. I like him so much. He's Have you probably... seen Dimension Four Hundred Four? By the way, no, it's good. Yeah, he's like in that. Uh, Write it down. I'm writing it down. <laughs> uh, his new special on Netflix is called Annihilation. And he filmed it in Chicago and actually went and he told this joke then. And I've been like thinking about it and repeating it since then. But I recently also watched the <laughs> special because it was actually released where he says that the shelf life of Trump is sour cream in a sauna. Like oh. he's just making he's doing something so insane and terrible one day and then doing something totally insane and terrible the next. Right. And you can't write anything about it without the next day it something like else it happened a century ago that's true that's yeah. true it's like it's like what every day you wake up and you're like what did he say today yeah. what did he tweet what did i mean he... paul ryan said that and he fucking is like the speaker like it's crazy the people working around him are afraid of the stuff that he's going but to do. I don't tweet. understand why they're not doing like, I don't understand. They're like, okay, this why is funny for a minute. Why then, Twitter doesn't, like, I don't understand Because they literally haven't gotten anything done except frightening people. Yeah. And that they're going to lose their health care yeah. and their rights. And yeah. The only things that have happened are executive orders. You know, right. there's like no actual legislation happening because no. everything is so disorganized. Right. Yeah. And but no it's one giving actually us, like wants to work for him. Yeah, it's giving us like w- like these weird speeches and like yeah. you know, it's terrible responses to terrible things yeah. happening. Yeah. Like the way he talks to people and like whatever. Have you Oh, and have you seen the whole thing that people are saying that some some of the times it's not Melania that's there with him? I have, have seen this. <laughs> 
Okay, that shit is my favorite. Uh, because, like, you're like, oh, maybe it isn't. Because you look at the video it and the way her mouth looks is. weird. It looks really the weird. weird. And, like, she, the way, how much of her face is covered yeah. by, the, like, the hat and the glasses. And you're like, it might be. I mean. It's and, weird. And I think it's, it's frustrating. It's way more probable than the whole Beyonce Illuminati thing. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> they have a body double yes, for Melania because sure. she is just like, no, I'm not going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, it's frustrating that there's that we. He's so bizarre and terrible that we could just sit here and be like, yeah, that might just not be his wife. Because <laughs> well, in the one time, uh, I think they were in. Oh, shoot. Where were they? But he was like, oh, and Melania, sorry, she couldn't be here today. And she, she was, was standing like, right next to him. Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, this means so much to her. And I was like, um, she's she right there. And like <laughs> the lady like turned and like she was like laughing with, I think, Pence's wife. Oh, I don't know. But like I was like. That's not funny if your husband doesn't like know you're even there. He's got dementia. I think he is a very sick man in a lot of ways. <laughs> and uh, we'd be better off if he were gone. Yes. Um, Agreed. <laughs> do you watch a lot of celebrity TV, like reality type celebrity TV? Okay. I used to, like, I used to, you know that, uh, what was that one with Dr. Drew and like um, Celebrity Rehab? Oh, oh. Did you ever see that? I saw I loved at least like parts of it. I watched a lot of the VH1 Yeah. Shows. Oh, yeah, VH1. So like I Love New York yes. and like all that stuff, Flavor Flav shows. Yes. Yes. Flavor I love Flav. Oh, my God. Yes. That was gold, dude. First of all, I was like. Why are y'all kissing on this man? He looks like a He's mummy. Gross. He looks like a decrepit mummy. Yeah, it was like a skeleton walking through a skin wall. Yeah, he's frightening. <laughs> oh my god, he was just like so scary. That and, was the biggest and the, the biggest fact, question of that era of television. Like, How why did are anyone? You- like even if okay you're trying to be an actor you're trying to be an actress and you are like oh well maybe if i go on this reality show that's not how you become an actress by the way friends i mean it's happened to like three people yeah maybe and like everybody and, else becomes like a host of something right and no one ever no one knows respects you, or you respects you outside of you being that's true from that thing no one respects your talent like yeah. It would it would take a lot, right? Because they're just like, ooh, you're a garbage person for being on that show, right? Um, yeah, because you're inevitably going to do and say things that don't present you in a good light. No, because they're forcing you to in a lot of ways. The producers and oh, some of it is like you know alcohol induced and of like whatever, course. and it's just an ugly. And it's ugly. If any of us were followed by cameras for you know that period right. of time. We'd all like we all do something terrible. We'd have or something, say something fucked up, right? And I'm sure you know we're not Mel Gibson. <laughs> There's, we wouldn't necessarily be like you said spewing hate speech or anything, but, but we would say something that someone would not appreciate. Or do something like right, or just like having sex with someone, right? Like, yeah, like all the real world road roll stuff like that. Like right. people always 
we're hooking because you're in a place for like six to eight weeks. And it's like and you're like, young, what are you hot gonna do? People. Right. Yeah. Having fun do? together and drinking. Like of you're course. going out. Of course you're gonna meet people and like bring them back. Remember when uh, were you here when uh they did the Chicago one? No. Oh, everybody was so I think mad. It was right uh before I moved here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um everybody was like super mad about it. Everybody who lived here was like super mad and like we're like spray painting stuff and really? like Really? Yeah, like nobody liked it. They didn't it. want they didn't want to be in Chicago. Here. Yeah, Chicago is like very like nah. <laughs> Not for us. <laughs> nah, nah, bro, nah. <laughs> Keep that in go, Seattle. <laughs> go on with that shit. <laughs> yeah, there we is. We didn't even let Trump here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but now he's just, it's classic like Steph Curry, where Steph Curry was like, I don't want to go to the White House. And Trump was like, You're not invited. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, <laughs> with Chicago, like, we were like, We don't want Trump here. And he was like, don't want to go. <laughs> like <laughs> and you're like, yeah, right. You know, you wanted to come here. He's a monster. Yeah. He's a classic bully. Like every, he's just going to say the opposite of what you said, right? And try to make you look dumb. No, I didn't. You're stupid. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. okay. Didn't invite you. Uninvited. <laughs> like, oh, God. And you're like, okay. Well, good. Good luck with that, friend. It's. But uh, I totally agree about the nature of. Chicago being very resilient to things like that. Yeah, I don't know what that like. Everyone was really mad about the Olympics. Oh yeah, everybody was so mad, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be kind of cool," but I wouldn't go. But you know, in my mind, I was like, "But I would not go anywhere near that area no. for like three I, weeks." I would probably I would avoid leave the city. It. Yeah. 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 It would be so chaotic. I think I it'd think, be like the marathon every day. Yes. But, but yeah. You know. It'd be like all the events. Marathon, right. gay pride parade, yeah. the you know <laughs> yeah, Taste of Chicago. Right. Yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day, everything. Oh, that's it totally all the, all the garbage times when you're like, Nope. I'm gonna anytime the Cubs play, you're like, yes. Nope. Yeah, I'm gonna the go World Series the opposite way. It truly oh my would God. be like all of that at once. I was in bed and when they won. I live in Andersonville. Oh my so god! So I heard. I mean, people obviously were like out, out in the in neighborhood the or whatever, but like, there it was just like this loud. And I woke up because I'm old and I was in bed. <laughs> I was like, dude, I just don't care about baseball. Right, that's fair. You don't I like to. going to games. I'm not a. I love baseball, but I understand that not everyone should. Like, <laughs> it doesn't. Can't watch it on TV. It's not a great. I think I only watch it passively usually i'm either like working on writing or learning lines or something like yeah. that while i have it on or like making dinner or something like that i, I love baseball though no, i I, I like going to the i like mo if i can go to the game i feel more Engaged. it's fun sure. plus i'm like drinking a beer yeah. going to baseball games I, it's great I will You're go, outside. I'll go to bat for baseball all the time for being the most accessible sport. Sure. Because there are so many games, the ticket prices are, are a lot lower. lower. Yeah. And yeah, because going nice to a Bears game, please. Outside. Yeah, it's insane to try to go to Bears so games. So expensive. Even when they're not good. Right. And, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? And the Blackhawks are good, and their tickets are expensive. Super you know? expensive. Like, and, and even the expensive ones, you're still, like, way up, and you feel like you're looking straight down yeah. into a hole. But, like, I paid $25 and sat five rows back from first base at a Sox game this year. Like, nice. Like, they're so... Now, Sox games, those are worth the ticket price, I'll tell you what. Their food is so good. It's really good. Their stadium is so nice. It's big. I love it. I do. I love oh, it too. So, do you get into like 
celebrity sports stuff because you know it's, it's part more, of it. It's more like when they're dating somebody. Oh, sure, like Russell Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, all these because uh, he's with with Kendall. That's right. They are having a baby. I knew that she was pregnant, but I just couldn't she's, remember she's who pregnant. he was with. Yeah. She's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Chloe um, Kardashian is also pregnant. Right. And so is, well, Kim is not pregnant. She, she has a surrogate pregnant, but she couldn't. Oh, they're she having. Because could, she couldn't have um, another baby. Gotcha. Because her body was going to, she was going to die. I, I mean, good for her for having. Hell yeah. The one. She good two. for anyone. I North, did not. North and St. West. I forgot. You Saint. forgot about St. West. I forgot about St. I dare you. the Cardinals in. <laughs> Omnibus. <laughs> Fidelibus. Uh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no. I, um, I know everybody forgets about Saint. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but North and uh, Saint are going to have a, a little whatever. They haven't announced the sex yet, but they do have a surrogate all pregnant. So that's good. I mean, I think also people, another thing that celebrities are bringing to light is issues with pregnancy because I mean, let's be real. We don't talk about stuff like that as a society. Yeah. We don't talk about menopause. We yes. don't talk about uh, miscarriages. We don't talk about difficulties getting there's pregnant. There's something like one IVF. in three, I believe. Dude, so many people. That's it's why like, I'm afraid um, Handmaid's Tale is going to happen, dude. Oh, boy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When the fertility of like people... I just have so many issues revolving around fertility these days because you know the right wing is very much like... You know, they're trying to get this shit past that, like, pregnant, like, a life starts at conception type stuff. Yeah. Which flies directly in the face of Roe versus Wade. And it's limiting our choices and, like, whatnot. Um, And then the – but then, you know, there's all these things, these advances um, in – you know, fertility treatments and whatnot. Science is amazing, mm-hmm. you know, and people who are very deserve, like who really want to be parents and are, would be great parents and have stuff that is like, you know, that are really going to be able to provide a life for these children is wonderful. Right. And they should be able to, you know, do those things. But then, you know, as a young, per- when you're a young person who is not in that situation and like needs another option, they should be able to choose and figure out another option that doesn't include them having to necessarily, you know, you know, live with a kid or um, give a kid up for adoption. Absolutely. When it can be terminated early or, you know, whatever. And even like up until three months, I think they can do a pill. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so it's not like. Absolutely. It's not even invasive or anything. Right. And it's just a clump of cells. Like, let's be real. Yeah. a clump of cells that could not survive. Like, if it was something that could survive outside of the womb, okay, I can understand not wanting to end that. But that isn't, that's that's like such a misnomer. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, when those, the procedures that are, that are legal today are ones that are before the like i think the second trimester yeah i think yeah um so i just i i think it's hard to see you know our rights as women being questioned absolutely by a bunch of old white men yeah i think one of the most frustrating parts about all that argument specifically is that it would be one thing if there was a premium put on bringing every child to term and to 
being a child. Right. And then there was also a premium on making sure that every child was given a good life. But they're not. But it's not. They, they don't care about that. No, it's, it's like once the kid is born, it's like they're trying to take away the insurance for for little kids that are like poor and yeah. like their parents can't afford insurance. So what they're supposed to suffer yeah. and they're trying to take away like all the like programs for them getting food and yeah. stuff. I'm like, are you serious? It's a total disconnect between the understanding of what life is from that privileged position and the understanding of what the life is of a woman who doesn't necessarily want to bring a kid into the world, right. you know, and there's no, and if you don't have the means to right. do that, you're that you're automatically putting that kid at a disadvantage yeah. for so many different reasons. Yeah. You know, if you're a single parent, potentially that's going to be a, a, a hardship. I mean, people have made it happen for a long sure. time and, and they well want to, right. And, and if they do want to right. good for them and right. good on them and they'll struggle and they'll make it work. But like, if they don't want to or if that they don't feel like they are prepared to give a child a good life, why would you force that on someone? Yeah. And, and, it, and it's, you're putting that kid at a disadvantage. Continues to cycle back to like putting all the onus on the women in the situation mm-hmm. too where it's that same like, well, she should have just taken herself out of the situation or whatever it is. It's like, no, there are two people involved yeah. here. And one of them was... <laughs> and one of them can run away. Right, So right. Yeah, yeah. And like with no... <laughs> There's a comedian best-selling who has a great job joke about that where it's like, uh, it's just, why can't why can't the mom leave? Like, <laughs> mom can't just leave. That's the difference. Like, yeah, it's, no, she like, can't. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, I'm. it's actually inside of my body. Yeah. So I gotta, you know, hang out with it. Yeah, yeah. It's really... It's interesting to consider that that's absolutely something that gets more spotlight because of, like, even just maternity leave and things oh, yeah. like that. Just the basic levels of, of this person can't do this right now because right. <laughs> there's a child inside of it <laughs> or they just had a child, you know, right. well, and needs, still even, needs all their care. Even the way, have you ever seen The Business of Being Born? Uh, it's like a documentary. Oof. But like, uh, I the I have a lot of friends who have had kids and whatever. They're kicking you out of the hospital like so fast. They're, yeah. like, they're like, you all right? Baby's cool. Bye. Two days, three days. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to stay in longer, but it's usually if there's an issue. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's some sort of infection or whatever. Right. um, Or the baby's not something. Something's wrong with the baby or whatever. And imagine if you hadn't had any resources to be able to like prepare for what it was going to be like to take care of a kid. Oh, my God. And they're just like, all right, peace. And then you just like... You're like, leave up, up with a kid. <laughs> the kid wrapped up, swaddled up, and you're like, I, okay, um, make it happen. Yeah, you know, and people, you're like, well, it's just me and you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Um, yeah, no ooh, thanks. Didn't. No didn't. thanks. That's why I'm good with uh, not having kids. I think it's something that I'm going to have to, like, Take a look at revisit. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not something I would totally rule out, but it would have to be like 
is this a time in my life where I feel like I could raise a child? <laughs> yeah. No, it is. I mean, for me, I mean, if it's right it's now, very absolutely individual. I think it's very individual. Sure. You know, like I personally, if I was going to have a kid, I would want to have a partner. Sure. And like that was there to help me and of like, do that stuff because I know I'm already crazy. <laughs> so yeah. add ho- baby hormones and deal no sleep. Oof. And like, and you can't go anywhere. <laughs> no sleep. <laughs> Pregnant pause. <laughs> yeah. No, it seems awful. I, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I'm a cat mom and that's, that's good enough for me. <laughs> How many cats do you have? I just have one. His name is Mambo. He has an Instagram. <laughs> okay. I was just about to ask if you got into celebrities. Yeah, I'm. Uh, slash. You know, celebrity pets. Like I know sometimes they don't post them all the time. But, like, sometimes, like, I know Lady Gaga has some dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch her documentary, Five Foot Two? No, but I it's want to. Good. Wow. It's good. Um, she's She's got, like, fibromyalgia and stuff. Whoa. Basically, like, she, okay, she had an accident. She was in an accident, like, a few years ago. And that's why you kind of didn't hear from her for a little while. And then she was writing Joanne and all this stuff. Right. And now, um, and that was before she did the um, Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Uh, So it was all leading up to the Super Bowl. And it was really good. She's just very passionate. And, like, she's, like, a quintessential, like, what you think of as an artist. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? She, like, feels things, like, so deeply. That's so funny. Of I course love she it. does. I yeah. love her. Yeah. And I I, I, love her I liked her before, but, like, now I was just, like. You have a better appreciation. Yeah. yeah. And she just it wants to be a regular. She's just a regular girl. Like, she loves her family. But she just, like, is a musician. Yeah. And, um. She's a crazy good performer. Oh, she's like, a crazy performer. I yeah. I want to see her live. I think so it'd be bad. amazing. She was actually uh, the fir- one of the first female musicians to play at Wrigley Field. Oh, I believe that. I yeah. feel like she might be the first because all the because I mean if you think about it because like they usually all the concerts are like Billy Joel, Billy Joel and Elton John yeah. and like our ACDC and like uh, Jimmy. Buffett. Bu- oh yeah. God! Yeah, they put some I hate real. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> I think Not that's the fair. I I I I hate to. I, I don't like to be like I hate this, but I hate that music. Yeah, that's fair. It's just like it'll, not my thing. Yeah, you know, you can't really dance to it. It's more no, like you're like chilling and drinking, maybe <laughs> with a beer. Yeah, I just don't. You know what I, it is? I'm really like. Anti um, like Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> okay, I'm very anti Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> I think that's fair. There are just some things that I just can't abide. Crocs. Oh yeah, and they usually come in a package. Oh. If you're talking about like Jimmy Buffett fans, there's probably a lot they, of Crocs yeah. and oh, Hawaiian shirts God. happening. Um, do you know who Mario Batali is? Yeah. Okay, he always wears those orange Crocs. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of like fits his personality. <laughs> Absolutely, so it's, like, fine. Yeah, he's like. Okay, you're working in a kitchen, Mario. Like, that makes sense. Sure, okay. you're gonna you be, be on your feet all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You want to like let the toes. Oh, but he wears them with socks. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like I'm like really like it's you like the vomit is like to hear. Oh my god, it just you really. So, do you feel like you're one of those people where if you see like a who or at best, you're into stuff like that? Do you get into like what celebrities are wearing or? Yeah, um, I I am very like um, during the award season. Obviously, yeah, for sure. But then when you see people like in just like the gossip 
stuff. Sometimes it's funny. Like it'll be like when they're coming from the store, or, like doing yeah. whatever. And like I'm always like when you see like Brad Pitt, he's a garbage person. Oh yeah, he is loves being scruffy and gross. Yeah, him and um who else? Um, oh my God, why is my brain uh, Scarface? Oh, um, Al, Pacino? Al Pacino. He's gross too. They just like don't they just keep don't care. Up. Yeah. Um, Johnny Depp is also Ooh, gross. Yeah. He's like some I'm, guys like, just look like him. they smell. Yeah, and he looks like he smells. Like, I absolutely like think he smells cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny to me that celebrity rag um like convenience store pictures or whatever it's yeah. always an unmarked baseball, baseball cap, cap yeah. with the brim like fully turned sunglasses. sunglasses a plain probably like white t-shirt yeah maybe some or a sweats, hoodie or a hoodie or a hoodie good yeah. point good point but also totally nondescript like everything it's so funny yeah and i know so much of it is because they're trying to preserve privacy to right. a certain extent but obviously it doesn't always work because yeah, still <laughs> I know because people still get the pictures. Um, I always love when it's like, look at these celebrities without makeup on, and you're like, I mean, is it meant to make us feel better, right, about ourselves? Yeah, Do you know I always what I mean? get really conflicted about stuff like that too. And well, part of it for me is. But it gives you an idea when you think about like plastic surgery and things like that. Or some people are actually very beautiful without makeup on. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, wow, they actually look, I think, very like Carrie Washington is beautiful. Oh, I'm sure she is. You know, it, things like that. Like when people have like naturally good skin or like, right. or they like really work on that stuff. And, right. But then some people, you know, they just look old and busted. They don't. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's just. Some, yeah, some people yeah. look. Busted. Yeah. I yeah. I love also when people are like, look how fat so and so got. And yeah. You're like, oh my God. I would hate if you're having like literally I your worst day. Imagine. Like you have your period, you're like, you're so hungry, you're hungover, you I know. All you've been eating was bread for the past like four weeks. Yes. And because you're on a break or yeah, something. Whatever. Or you had a breakup or something. Yeah. And then somebody took a damn picture of you. I can't imagine. No. I thank truly you. can't. Like, especially to be in such a visible industry in the first place. Yeah. Like everyone's watching on screen or whatever on but the But People red act like they, they deserve it. They're like yeah. they're like, like they asked for they, it. Yeah. They they signed up. Like, no, they just wanted to be they an just, actor. They just wanted to be an actor, and they happened to get in a movie that blew up. Right. And then yeah, they kept the doing their thing. damn job. Yeah, that's the other thing is, like, no one is, well, at least from my perspective. There are some people that are, you can tell, though, the ones that are, like, they're just, like, you know you called those paparazzi there because you look like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like. I was gonna, I was just about to say like no one's looking for celebrity, but uh, I was like, wait, some people are for sure. Lindsay Lohan, <laughs> she's a mess. That she one, she is, yeah, um, for sure. But like, I don't know, because uh, like there was actually a, a thing I saw recently about her. She was like, she was like, nobody cared when my fiance was assaulting oh, yeah. me or something like that, and I was like, were you telling people? She, yeah, like nobody. You know, yeah, I like s didn't know about that until she talked about it, and then I right. did see like old stories that had reported on it. But, but I think I it's like nobody pays attention to Lindsay Lohan, right? Because she of her, she hasn't like really worked in like a long time though. No, um, 
and everything that's come out since she was working is that she has like you know issues with substance abuse and things yeah. like that so it's like I think at some point we have to let some people go from right. the spotlight right? because they obviously have issues that don't need to be. <laughs> but then people can make wonderful recoveries like Robert sure. Downer Jr. Oh my God. Great career, example. That's a perfect example yeah. because he came back from like he was in and out of rehab for a long time time mm. and he is such a talented actor I mean, and he made a friggin 180 and with like the help of his wife and like you know some people have you have to make a decision eventually like sure. and be like in my life or drugs yeah and absolutely alcohol. and he made a wonderful like, i'm so glad that he came back and like the whole iron man all that stuff it's and incredible he's hot and he's doing it totally so it's possible yeah. and i know that it has to be so hard in general to you know deal with stuff like that and get help if you yeah. need it or and going you, through addiction and, things and it like goes that. back to not being able to necessarily see the way that your life yep. looks right. from not within it right and man i can't fathom but well, look at charlie sheen yeah he's you know like he's kind of he went all the way left. Yeah, yeah. All the way left for quite a while. And I mean, I don't know if he's simmered down a little bit or like whatever, but like the last thing I heard was like he was saying he got HIV or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right. But I don't know if that was like true. Yeah. I haven't snoped it. Right. <laughs> I remember that coming out too. And it is, it's not a bad follow up to like a Lindsay Lohan where it's like there was a huge blow up. Because he, and it was all anyone could talk about right, for a while. And because then was he was like, acting so erratic and like left his show and like. Was, and it was like was, the biggest show at the time. Right. And he was being like really like acting really strangely and like, you know, saying winning all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, like. Yeah. But he did bring us winning. Winning. Hashtag winning. Winning. <laughs> Man, it is wild that that is so long ago now right and so much has happened like remember when twitter was just winning you know what i mean <laughs> people were just like hashtag winning yeah <laughs> and now it's like oh our president tweets stuff that we're scared of <laughs> yeah how do you think the progression of kind of celebrity gossip and social media has how they've kind of influenced one another over the years. Cause it does seem like the nature of things have changed a bit. Well, yeah. I mean, especially with like people having their own individual like Instagrams and Snapchats and like whatever people are able to get a huge platform following. and following out there. Like when Kylie Jenner has like 9 million followers on Instagram and, you know, Nicki Minaj and like, Beyonce and uh, you know John Cusack on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. who I follow by the way. Um, <laughs> I actually saw him at um, Dragon Con. Nice, it was awesome, and I was I nerded out. Yeah, and like I because I you know, but I was also talent. Yeah, you know, yeah. but like and we Absolutely. were going behind the scenes, and like he was sitting back there like smoking cigarettes, That's so and funny. I was just like, oh my god. That's so. I think yeah. he's amazing. I would freak out. I, I right. Yeah. And he's like a Chicago dude. Like yeah. so, I'm just very much like nerdy Chicago girl being like, 
oh my god, fucking John Cusack, what's up, bro? Yeah. And I literally, this is what I said. I was like, I was like, <laughs> great day, huh? Back to the same old. Yeah. <laughs> That's so it was, funny. Because we were like doing this like walk of fame like signing thing. Right. And he was like sitting back there and then he would go out and like whatever and sign some stuff and then go back. That's but it was so just funny. absolutely insane to me. That's I don't know. So funny. Yeah. It seems like he does a lot of appearances and stuff. You know what? But good on him. He's done a lot of Get movies. He's done a lot of movies. Yeah. And but like I think um like him, like people always will say things like, you know, you're just a celebrity, mind, you're just an actor, mind your own business about politics yes. and stuff like that. And it's like, isn't that what our platform is for? Like, if you have a following of people, is, aren't you obligated to be like, I think this is wrong yes, and we shouldn't do this or I think this is a problem in our society? Like, who else is supposed to say something? It's such a ridiculous argument. Because I think as soon as we elected a reality television television celebrity into office, the you're a celebrity, stay out of bad of politics argument was totally moot. It's totally moot. I feel the same way about, I mean, it's one of the most frustrating things for me about Colin Kaepernick starting the kneeling during the anthem is that... It's absolutely something he should feel of compelled course. to do. Of to, course. Like you said, it, use his platform. Which is football. Yeah. That is his job. Yeah. And he wasn't, and he's not doing anything that was like, he wasn't like, fuck America. It couldn't be more like peaceful, more right. respectful. It's, and for a long time, it did actually create a conversation around what he actually it wanted to does. create a conversation. Yes, it still and does. It still does. There and still are people talking about like police police brutality yes. because of his protest. And then when the president told the NFL owners to, you know, basically like get their players in line, yeah. which racist, absolutely <laughs> utterly racist. <laughs> like, Everything about the whole controversy is racist. Right. Yeah. And then the NFL owners mostly being like you don't know what the hell you're no. talking about. Oh, yeah. No, they are going to do whatever they want to do. I was like, big ups on the NFL. For sure. And some of the owners, Roger, not all of them. But. Not all of the owners and Roger Goodell. <laughs> hashtag like, not all no, owners. Hashtag not <laughs> <laughs> Roger Goodell, the commissioner, originally was like, you don't get to tell our players what to do. And then yeah. they got some bad ratings because football is just like not as good and people are getting hurt and it's kind yeah. of like falling off naturally. Right. And he like backpedaled and was like, wait, wait, wait. Um, Maybe you do get to tell our players what to do. Uh, uh. And so even, yeah, he's just totally, f- he's terrible. But <laughs> it's frustrating that the conversation became more about like whether or not people were going to respond to Trump than it did about Kaepernick actually wanting to talk about Black Lives Matter and right. talk about police brutality and what large issues they not even addressing it well you know it's problems on both sides sure so the problem is definitely yeah there's good people on both sides (laughs) (laughs) i just like every see again that's another thing fake news fake news yeah do you know yeah it's the same all these things that are coming out of this joke of an administration yeah and it's just like it boggles my mind yeah it's funny because it does there's such a this weird distrust of media but at the same time so much of media is just driven by 
what they're what they think people want to see or read about or learn about you know but i think it's um media in itself now is so much more than just your major news outlets for sure like most people these days and this was proven through the friggin' election was um so many people are relying on like facebook and twitter for their yeah news super true when and citing all these like or like posting things that are totally like absolutely like, fake, fake. Yeah. like and not the way you know trump says fake news right like when he says cnn new york times stuff like that is fake news it, i'm like no you mean they, it's they're just not being favorable so depressing you. it's so like no there is fake news but it's not this this is real news <laughs> <It's> <laughs> real news the fake news is saying that george soros and hillary clinton are running a child sex ring right. out of a pizza parlor right. basement where there was no basement to the building. It's really wild. It's and and disconcerting. I think someone's gonna make some groundbreaking like documentary or or docu series or something. I'm waiting like that. for this uh, this Watergate to happen. Yeah, you think I, so? Ah, uh, he keeps talking about tapes, yeah. and like I'm like, why would somebody keep saying they have tapes if they don't actually have tapes anywhere? And I just wanted to come out and for him but like I think he's gotten so. away with saying so many horrible things that I don't understand what it's gonna take for people to be like that's it I don't either because I've felt like that ha- thing has happened so many times <laughs> well I thought his the election thing was over when he was talking about grabbing people access by the, Hollywood yeah the access Hollywood thing yeah it's wild to have had a conversation about celebrity gossip and <laughs> That be the big, you know, Access Hollywood is celebrity oh, gossip. Totally. It's, it's built on celebrity gossip. Exactly. And they were the ones to have that, you know, access to that. And <laughs> it's fascinating that that was the thing that came out. But like, it's still, there were people that were like, oh no, that doesn't bother me. Or like, or just, look at who Hillary's married to, or whatever it is. Like, right, just but the I'm weirdest like, that's ways. not the way you should the fucking look at that. Weirdest ways to it spin it. It just goes to show you people are looking for, they were looking for any reason to, like, be like, whatever. Yeah, like, they I already had their minds I hate, up. right, yeah. I hate Hillary anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I'm getting at in terms of, like, I feel like there's going to be some kind of documentary or docuseries that explores how you know facebook algorithms and even we're finding out i feel like on a daily basis how much meddling there was in election uh, news and ads and things like that i think there's some huge groundbreaking thing that someone's gonna put together that we're all gonna watch and be fucking horrified by i really do i don't i don't think that is uh too far beyond um i think it's just scope yeah i think it's just a matter of someone like yeah putting it all together and yeah. showing it to us yeah. because it's so hard to like piece together all these yeah 
information. He's so gross. Yeah. Yeah. He's so but gross. uh yeah. Um I was literally saying last night we're all gonna turn into diamonds because the pressure that <laughs> daily is compacting is down on us. And it's like there's this daily pressure of like when's it gonna happen? When's it get like right. what is the breaking point? But this is I think why I also like celebrity gossip because it kind of takes you out of this horrifying it's like a reality. Thing. Yes. Yeah, I mean we've come back around so many different times to like it being a really serious conversation and then having to just I'd be like I need something totally clean silly. Slate. Yeah. So you think that's part of it for you is yeah. a little bit of escapism? Of course. I mean it makes you feel like okay whew, I can just shake it off and yeah. like look at um, something that's not threatening the lives of people that I know love myself yeah. um, you know or yeah. which makes like it that. all those sadder when it's like a celebrity couple that you liked breaks up or something. I know. I know. Like, no, they were those supposed always, to be the ones. Those are always bummers. Yeah. Those are always bummers. But I think one of my favorite celebrity couples is probably Will and Jada Smith. Wow. Are they still together? Oh yeah. Okay. All they right. have they have a strong strong relationship because uh you know, Jada has alluded to them having a, kind of an open Really? Dang. Dang. Um, you know. She is, I watched Girls Trip recently. Oh, I heard that's really funny. It is super fun and you should totally watch it. She's very funny in it. But man, she looks incredible. Like it is. She's snatched. It's like death she defying like, how good she looks. Well, partially also she's super in shape. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Her, she's, she's always had a really tight bod. Yeah. But like she's very much, she's like a Angela Bassett. Like yeah. level of like you're gonna be young forever. Ever. Yeah. And like their kids are super cool and weird. Yeah, like, they're they so seem, weird, Jaden and Willow. Yeah, they, they their Twitters just, and like, like them saying it. stuff is just like amazing. Yeah. Cause they'll be like they're like, What is reality anyway? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. you're like a beat poet, kid. What the hell? Yeah. You know they're probably being a little like uh prematurely adult like they're yeah. aging prematurely probably just because they're like treated with such respect and they both work and all this stuff yeah. but at the same time it's like yeah they're pretty cool <laughs> no they are pretty cool and I like that they're just very individual and very like whoever they want to be in their life and they have that privilege yeah for sure yeah because their parents are like super celebrities right in the same way that once Blue Ivy and the twins start getting oh. older my God, Blue Ivy. Okay, like even Jay Z was like in one of one of his songs. Or recently, he's like um, David LaChapelle levels of not giving a fuck. Talking uh, about Blue Ivy sitting in the tub, yes. you know. And you're just uh. like, oh come on, of course, because like, what would she ever have to worry about other than like people annoyingly taking pictures of her? Yeah, you know, like yeah. I want to know where's Suri Cruz. Yeah, we haven't seen her in a while. Her yeah. and Katie and uh, I think Tom they had to like pull her go go out of the spotlight. I think Katie and Suri had to like because of Scientology. Thing. Yes, I absolutely think so, dude. Those people are wack. Are Will and Jada Scientologists? Supposedly, yeah, okay. they, or they're but, like fringe onto it. They're not but like so card carrying is... Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, they're not Tom Cruise. They're no Tom Cruise or um, oh, what's his name? Oh, John Travolta. John... <laughs> she did the Saturday Night Fever <laughs> point. I was not going to let you do that without it being a publicized. Oh Sometimes I can't think of words, and so I just like start pantomiming. Hey, I got it. 
I was there. See, we could play charades. Love it. Um, but yeah, like the celebrity kids are always super. Um, they can be weird or like whatever. But like, number one, they have so much money and influence and power around them. For sure. And then you know they can kind of do whatever the. We saw that with like Nicole Richie, like oh, the sure. whole like. I mean, everybody knows like celebrity kids are going to be like right. You know they they're a little privileged and they probably sure. are driving around. But now Nicole Richie is like real respectable, and she's same... more famous now than Paris Hilton is. Yeah, I Paris think Hilton fell. It's kind of gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nicole Richie still has like you know she, people think of her as a fashion yeah person. She does all the hosting stuff. She'll you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she does lots I forgot of stuff she like does that. Hosting stuff. I mean, it's interesting to me too when children of celebrities. Uh, kind of use the platform for good as well. Like Ronan Farrow, Mia Farrow's yep. son, is like such a outspoken, uh, like, uh, he's always calling people out for their bullshit, basically. You gotta love it, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it definitely forces kids to like make the decision about what their life is going to right. be whether it's going to like remain in the spotlight or whether they're just going to kind of do right if thing. they want to do that that be in that same field like Gwyneth Paltrow her mom was Blythe Danner right you know yeah. and her dad I can't remember oh he was he famous was also too a, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he passed away um but yeah like stuff like that some of some um like Rumor Willis yeah she's on she's on Empire right now that's right. They're... With Demi. Right. <laughs> I'm not liking that character on that. Do you okay. watch that show? I don't watch Empire. Okay. I've watched the pilot, but oh, okay. I never really like kept following it. Well, I mean, even like back in the day, Demi Moore and Bruce Willis, like their relationship and like they had a few I didn't kids. even realize that Demi and Rumor were like on the show together. together. They aren't together on the show. Like the she's they they, both being. they're both in the show. Like Rumor Willis was in it That's last wild. season. Like she's like a you know, she's like a musician who like has had drug addiction issues and so her and Jamal have a similar sort of thing. But um Demi Moore plays a nurse that's like rehabbing Lucius who like got blown up in a uh, thing. Uh, oh, it's so convoluted. <laughs> <laughs> now that you you explain sometimes stories like when you explain you're like, well, it's also this is one of those shows that just like it's going to take things to the extreme. So oh yeah, a lot it's like of... a, it's a nighttime soap opera. Yeah, for it's sure. wonderful. Yeah, um, <laughs> with music. Um, but yeah, like so that that stuff and then like you know when. Remember when Demi Moore was with Ashton Kutcher? Oh, my God. And now he has a kid with Mila Kunis. Yes. It's wild. It's totally wild. Did you know that that, um, their kiss on that 70s show was her first kiss ever? I think I did know that. I think that's fascinating. And now the first guy you ever kissed is your baby daddy? Yeah. Your husband? Crazy. It's weird. Yeah, they're And he had been married to somebody else in between all that stuff. Like, they were just like friends. Oh, between Demi and Mila Kunis? No, he was... was with um, Demi Moore. Oh, right, then, right, sure, sure. But, like, they got together, like, after they were on the show together. It's just crazy. But it's, again, man, it's like, it, you th- you're like, whoa, those, that 70s show people. Yeah, they're really good friends. Because right. they made a show when they were basically kids. They, yep. like, grew up, they together. matured together. Right. And, and they went out and had separate relationships. And then they 
were stayed friends and they got back together. Right. And then they, but that's what happens like in real life. Yes. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. In the same way that like <laughs> people hand down a trade, it's like Bono's yeah. daughter is also an actress. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So like she's been on, I think The Nick is the show that she's on. Um, but uh, it's like, whoa, I can't believe this celebrity's uh, offspring is also in the industry. No, they grew up in the industry. Right. Like, that's what happens. Like, yeah. If your dad's a lawyer, you take over the law firm. Like, <laughs> right. Or like, yeah, people go into the family business right. or like whatever. It's, right. it's a similar thing. You'll right. be inspired by the same things or like you just have a natural talent. Like if your parent is a like both of your parents are ballet dancers For you're gonna be sure. built to be a ballet dancer yes. or like it'll be in your body or like yeah. if your parents are world class musicians and they're doing it all the time right. around the house right yeah. you're gonna pick it up have like, you heard sometimes. Blue Spit <laughs> I wonder if that kid can rap I bet or sing can. yeah I mean, she's probably going to have some sort of musical talent. I she's mean, just around it, even if Willow, Willow did, you know, with yeah. my hair back and forth. People yeah. still Jaden has acting song. chops. Like, oh yeah, for sure. He yeah. right. He was in all those movies. And Will Smith. Remember when Will Smith was just the Fresh Prince? Back in the, I yeah. mean, think about it. Yeah. He was a world class musician. Yeah, like he, him, and Jazzy Jeff. Like they have all these songs from he back had, like, in the early nineties. His own career in music had, before he before was he even Smith. started yeah. acting, and yeah. then he was like in Fresh Prince of Bel Air and Oh Ha Ha Ha. But it translated him yeah. into being a fucking super leading man, and he's a really good actor. I totally agree. Yeah, you know he's been nominated. He's never won an Oscar. I mean, Oscar, Ali, like, yeah, come on, it's undeniable. Malcolm X, yeah, right. Come on, like, yeah. he's done some really amazing stuff. Uh, that um, I am Legend. Yeah. Oh, that's my. I love horror movies too. Like, oh, and, right. Like thrillery star movies. So that, so was, that like, is just like for you. I was like, woo, zombie world, woo. <laughs> Uh, so you said they might be your favorite celebrity couple. Yeah. Do you have any other like people that you're always keeping tabs on? Obviously, we talked about Beyonce, but yeah, there, well, are there people that you have like Google alerts for or anything crazy? I like don't that? do the like, Google alerts, but like people that tend to pop up for me, especially lately, because I'll like follow them on Instagram. I was going to well. say uh, um, social media. I people. love Cardi B. Do you know who that is? I do know who that is. Yeah, yes. she has like one of the hottest songs of the summer, but yeah. Yella. Mm-hmm. Um But, but like, she's been in the rap game for like a while, right? Yes, but like she was a stripper. Oh shit! Oh dude, okay, because she was on this show called Love and Hip Hop. Is oh, a reality that's show, right? Yes, and she was like a stripper that came in and like was like trying, like was friends with this DJ and um uh was like trying to like break in, like whatever, and had made some music or whatever and was like trying to get it out there and the guy was like kind of being like shady or whatever but she's always been like real like down to earth real who she is and like you know she's like from the Bronx she's like a real uh, she's like real cool yeah you know and like now she's gotten this celebrity status she like got her teeth done fixed. you know got her yeah. teeth fixed she was always beautiful like right. always beautiful right um, but she got like veneers or whatever right it's but then very, she talked she always when uh, she was a dancer common. she got her boobs done and her butt done and all this stuff but she's never ashamed of that that's why i also like Nicki minaj because Nicki minaj is like i don't give a fuck i'm gonna yeah. say whatever i want i like this i don't I like, like that Nicki minaj too. you know yeah. and i'm like why can't women be brash and bold and talk about like I like to fuck this guy I like to do that I look at my boobs look at my butt and they're doing it for them I like them because they're doing it for themselves Yeah, they're not doing it to be like 
somebody else yeah. you know Nicki but, Minaj is just a oh, straight just, bad bitch like, uh, she is a bad awesome. bitch she's she just hashtag bad bitch alert yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and like she says some dumb shit just like you know Everybody everyone does. else does but she's such a bad bitch but she stays <laughs> but she stays like who she is she's mm-hmm. not trying to compromise who she is or what she's doing for anybody else right. which is um i think something inspiring for you yeah i totally get yeah. that and i respect that about them too <laughs> and it's cool to hear that cardi b is like very she's uh, very much to herself too. i love that i love yeah. that and she's just like like she'll be at a show or something she's like oh yeah this is from fashion nova it was 39 dollars but she has like tons of money now yeah. she's wearing like but she's wearing like it's all like this you said, diamonds she has like the stuff. single of the summer yeah like, absolutely and now she's dating that guy offset he's like a rapper mm. too um but yeah <laughs> that's know. one of your go-tos that's one of my go-tos that's someone i uh follow a lot and then a lot of drag queens. Oh, yes. I love drag Fine queens. Fine on social media. Oh, my For God. sure. <laughs> I love RuPaul's Drag Race. I love all that stuff because they are fun. They are funny. And the drama is not, like, so much that, like, people generally aren't, like, going to blows. Like, that's why yeah. I respect that kind of reality yeah. game show better than, totally like, agree one of you. those, like, Big Brother type things. Because, like, it's not about, like being a piece of in shit in the space and like manipulating right. people right. yeah it's just about like you need to do the best you can like yeah. come with fierce looks love those competitions you know yeah. be the best you you can be and like you know they want you to be that's why i always liked um uh, Ma- America's Next Top Model. Yeah, because it's not. I love watching those. It's shows. nothing about your person. It's like yeah, we want to see your personality. The challenges are you. so interesting, right? Yeah. And you can make some beautiful stuff. Absolutely. It's creative, you know. It gives you a lot of insight into what people have to go through. Obviously, it's on a weird, like, microcosmic uh, (laughs) level, and they're making them do, like, shoots in, like, doll boxes or whatever. (laughs) Or, like, in the grave, and they're like... Yeah, it's it's heightened, but at the same time, you still... But you're going to see, like, amazing stuff and like if someone's really giving you their all you can see it or if somebody's like giving up like there's a couple people in the last season mm-hmm. of uh rupaul's drag race that like kind of just like seemed oh, like they gave man. up and there was like, this whole like you know the fandom was like sure in a tizzy about what it and they were like you know because one thing rupaul says is like you got to lip sync for your life, you know, and remember, don't fuck it up. That's awesome. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I understand. And but everybody understands that feeling of like wanting something so bad and like being nervous and like yeah. trying your hardest. And I think that's what it operating is. under pressure. Right. Operating under pressure and like really rising to the challenge. And sometimes you don't win. You know, so it is teaching you valuable lessons. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> uh, is there anything that you would feel remiss to not mention in a conversation like this? I mean, we did talk about the Kardashians, and I think they are, like, in the crux uh-huh. of... Um, They're, they kind of they revolutionized oh, social, celebrity gossip. Celebrity gossip and, and social media. And social media, like, literally breaking the internet, putting yeah. you know, just content and, like, whatever. But... Um, you know, I I think one of the things that we can learn from celebrity gossip probably is, you know, don't put all your business out there in the street, people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You need to edit. You got to keep it cute. <laughs> sure. You know, if we can learn anything yeah. from don't be too Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Kendall, and Kylie. <laughs> 
And Caitlin, for that matter. And hello. (laughs) Um, Or Chris. Or Chris, yeah, yeah. And stupid Rob. (laughs) Is Eddie. Rob. Yeah, Rob. And it's like, really? You got to keep it cute. Yeah. You know, because. Yeah. It, it, it's Stuff's easy for the internet. Right, you. it's gonna come back to haunt you. Forget. The internet never forgets. And it's it's yeah, it's one thing to be doing something on your own time. Yeah, and for your own use, and that you know privacy being violated. But it's a totally different thing to be just giving people stuff right. to giving people an, the ammunition to right. like sink your battleship. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How do you feel like your love of celebrity gossip has influenced you as a creative and kind of? in general as a person? Well, I definitely think it's influenced um, my social media personality. Okay. Who I am, like what I put out there. Sure. Um, People always ask me, you know, like, how do you feel about, you know, social media and stuff like that? And I'm like, I'm like, honestly, and I follow what I was just saying, like all those rules. I would never put something on the internet that I wouldn't, let, allow my grandmother to see. Okay. Do you there know you what go. I mean? That's a good. And I'm an adult woman. Good rule so, of thumb, right? You know, so I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not ashamed of who I am or like. Like I post nudies. Yeah, but the, it's like my, I've seen my birthday handstand. Seen, yes, <laughs> and it's incredible. I'm like, right. yeah, it's art. Yeah. That is art. It is art. It's beautiful. Like holy shit. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I've been doing it for the last like four years, and really? I just feel like, for me, I was just like, you know what. It's who I am. It's what I do. And actually, one of my friends challenged me because there was like a guy who does like naked handstands all over the place. And oh. I was just like, and was like, oh, he's like next level. And I was like, actually, I'll do this. That's perfect for my birthday, especially. And it's appropriate. And it's not gratuitous. No, not at all. And, it's super tasteful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like, you know, the rest of my personality. What you're gonna see if you look at my. Social media is mainly handstands, pictures of cats, right. places I've gone. You in costume. <laughs> me, in, me in costumes. Yeah. Me upside down on aerial equipment. Right. You know, fitness stuff, stuff that's going to inspire you. It's basically what my life is. You yeah. Know? Like, You're definitely someone who seems to really put out what you love about yeah. the, your day-to-day life. I live I live my brand, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I truly believe that, like, what you're putting out there should be a reflection of like what you do in your daily life. Like yeah. what I do in my daily life is try and have a fucking awesome time. That's awesome. And be happy as much as possible and tell people like help people and inspire people to uh be happy with their own lives. That's you know, and whatever that means to them. Is it your family? Is it like your job? Like whatever that is, like be proud of it. I love People taking pictures of them, like selfies and like pictures of their babies and their cats and like their car. They got a new car. Big up on you. You know, yeah. you're feeling yourself today. That's great. Your hair looks great. Get it, girl. You know, I'm down for that. That's um, awesome. And just trying to bring more positivity to the whole social media. I love that. Bang. I think that's really <laughs> wonderful. And I think you accomplish it from my perspective. Thanks, dude. Thanks. So it's good to hear that it's just truly you, you know, Living a fun life that you're proud of and, you know, inspired by and just reflecting that otherwise. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. this of course, been of course. I love you and I mean that. Yeah, I love you too. Yay! <laughs> Baby, how you feeling? This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash to donate today. 
and go to www.nerdwalks.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.